Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode is all about WrestleMania 2000. Chris Kelly and I talk about the 16th edition of WrestleMania. The name may lead you to believe that this is the 2000th edition of WrestleMania, considering the first 16 were WrestleMania 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, etc. And the following WrestleMania is WrestleMania X7, which is not a number. This is not the 2000th edition of WrestleMania. This happened to be held in the year 2000, hence the title, WrestleMania 2000. Before we begin, there is going to be one plug, and it's this. This Saturday night on December 12th, You, Me, Them, Everybody celebrates six live years of shows in Washington, D.C. We'll be at the Black Cat, which is my absolute favorite club. Please come if you can. I understand if you don't. If you just like the show moderately and will consider downloading other shows, our Chicago six-year live show is already available for download. It's the show right below this in the feed. There's a sort of a technical difficulty in this episode. Chris's mic is a little bit muffled for the first half of it. It's very listenable. It's not really that big of a deal. Just a heads up, things do sound slightly better around minute 45. Without further ado, here's The Undertaker continuing his streak of never losing by not competing. It's our podcast about WrestleMania 2000. All right, we're going to talk about WrestleMania 2000. Our first WrestleMania named after a year, yeah, not the, the 2000th edition of It's the uh, Millennium. It's not, but it, it's the WrestleMania 2000. According to WrestleMania lore, this will go on forever. So we will get to WrestleMania 2000 one day, according to the first thing you see whenever you pull something up on the network. Uh, then, now, forever. 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 That's a sad thought. This is going to live forever, this <laughs> podcast about WrestleMania 2000, which took place... In the A- year 2000. April 2nd, 2000, uh, at Arrowhead Pond at Anaheim, California, to a uh, crowd of 19,776 people. And uh, our announcers made it very clear that this sold out well in advance. I mean, why? how couldn't it? Well, I mean, it, it's kind of interesting because 13, which is arguably one of the best we've seen, did not sell out. Right. So that is sort of important. This is definitely uh, at, at wrestling's peak popularity. God, I hate wrestling in this point. This is the worst. This is actually, yeah. Th- uh, this is this is why all the good stuff of the Attitude Era, which we saw a little bit of in like 13, 14, and then a little less in 15, it's totally gone. So it's everything, bad. and it's, this is all the stuff that that sold, that really like put asses in seats. It's oh, yeah. all the gimmicky shit that's Everyone that was there seemingly loved this thing. Oh, yeah. People genuinely liked it. I don't like this at all. This yeah, no. is the worst. Well, you're not a... You're not a small child or a dumb teen in the year 2000. Okay, so this is the first era where I remember most of the things happening since... So, like, I watched as a kid, and I remember Jake the Snake was my favorite, and Ultimate Warrior was my favorite. There's no revisionist history. I wish Rowdy was my favorite. He wasn't, okay? I am okay with that. It's who you are. You don't get to choose where you're from. Anyways, I do remember watching SmackDown with my then-girlfriend live on UPN. Yes. Okay, and that was relatively popular, and we both relatively liked it. It was a thing to watch on, I think, Thursday nights? Yes. So we like, when her uh, dumb Greek grandparents would be downstairs, we'd be upstairs. Hey, take it easy, buddy. Oh, they're dead and gone. They're horrible people. Um, no, she's a, she's a delightful woman, and I'm very happy with, that she's happy. Anyways, uh, we would watch SmackDown. So I kind of, we, we didn't really care that much. It was just like, we like The Rock, I guess. Yeah, how old were you in 2000? 17? Yeah, I was 16. 17. I'd be, at this point, I would, watching this, I would have been 15, so. Yeah, so, um, 
yeah, I, this is not a good one, though. No. This was it, not a good WrestleMania in any way. Yes. So uh, we get right to it, though. Um, the uh, we, the national anthem's back. We have Lillian Garcia singing our national anthem. Uh, who did that recently? She is still the... Uh, the ring announcer. Ring announcer, yes. So she's fine. I yeah. like her okay. She sings the national anthem in a weird, kooky way, and she still does that whenever there's a third of a terrorist attack, like there was in Atlanta a few weeks ago. Yeah. So she's, she does that, and then we have their best video package intro yet. It's right. super, super great, and then all of a sudden it ends with an oboe outro. Did you notice that? It ends no. with an oboe. I think this is the first time an oboe has been prominently featured in WrestleMania, which I think, pretty classy, back to the arena, as much pyro as they could possibly fit into Not the Anaheim classy. arena. Yeah, and that retrospective, it's interesting because it, it does a quick counting up to 2000, mm-hmm. or 16, or whatever, uh, and it shows Hogan, Andre, Warrior, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Austin, and The Rock. And we're seeing people that are in the competition, right? Because right. isn't WCW still on its last legs at this point? I mean, last stumps. Like they are really. It is. It is dire. But they're. But they're a thing. I mean, to, by the by the time the next WrestleMania happens, they will be owned by the WWF. Yes, I know that. So, do you think that they only included people like Hogan in this retrospect like, because they knew it. it was a matter of time? Oh yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. That's a great way to say fuck you. Yeah. Speaking of a great way to say fuck you, uh, our first match of the night is a giant fuck you to all women everywhere. Yeah. Uh, wrestling, as we've pointed out time and time again, uh, super racist, um, also homophobic, and uh, and misogynistic. And this one has a, a healthy dose of the uh, latter. Yeah. It's, uh, it's horrible in every way. And it's racist, but it's mostly misogynistic. Yeah, I do want to say that um, we'll get back. Actually, we can get back to uh, speaking of the, yeah, the misogyny. There's so many signs. Yes, um, it looks like the WWF provided them. Provided signs. They didn't. I'm pretty sure they didn't provide the sign that said, "I'd rather be in Stephanie." Yeah, I don't think that they did that. Yeah, I, I mean, as much as Vince would pimp out his kids to make a wrestling product, as we'll see. Uh, I don't think that'd be... That's a little on the nose. You use year three or South Park posters, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Is year three or four? I think it's year three. I think it's three. three? Hartman still has a pretty heavy presence. At yeah, the, uh, but, no, but his dad, Steve Austin, is not there. Spoilers, everybody. Yes. So, all right, uh, here we go. It's The oh, Godfather with Ice-T, who I just learned by watching WrestleMania 16. Is it 16? Yeah. If it had Ice- a regular number, it'd be Ice-T is not a good rapper. Yeah, no, he, he's I mean, not a good rapper in any way. No, it's it's a, he's from a different era, Brandon. No, uh, no, no, the no era when they couldn't rap. No, that isn't he the same era as Run DMC? A little before. Who is on? Is he a little bit before? Mm, mm, is I he? don't know. It's about. The I same. think he's a little after. All right, yeah, late eighties. Cop Killer peaked in like eighty nine. Yeah. No, he's bad. He's bad at his job. But there's a. But it's the Godfather and D'Lo. God, I hate this match so and the much. Trade. This is the ho- oh god. So Godfather is our, I believe, fourth time we've seen uh, this man, Charles Wright. Uh, we saw him as Papa Shango and as Kama, and uh, and when he was at, like a UFC guy. Now we see we saw him as Kama when he was in the uh, the Black Panther Party or the Nation Domination, whatever you want to call it. And now he's just a pop. this is his most popular gimmick. Um, he has his ho train. 
Which uh, one of our two announcers absolutely adores. I think it'd be the King. Probably. Jerry the King Lawler loves the Godfather. Just, Jim Ross, not so much. He is not happy to be there for the majority of this mania. At one point, King is just like so wistful. Like, just one time in my life, I want to be the Godfather. You want to go get six girls from a local strip club and pay them to come to the ring with you? Okay, cool. One of the longest intros, if not the longest intro. And how over is it? It's so popular. It's, this is disgusting. Yeah. Um, they are Godfather and D'Lo Brown are in these matching white like pimp suits yeah. that don't look like they're good to wrestle in. No. Um, the ref does hold the rope like a gentleman so the hose can get in the ring. I'm just going to refer them to as hose because that's like their character name. Like in the video games, they would be like NPCs, like like Ho One. It's so ridiculous. Um, They're in the video games. I think they were in oh not God. anymore. It was the two th- in, in two thousand probably. Um, oh, I hate this so much. And it's great because they have Ice T is doing the version of God of Godfather song. Um, that's over on, and over and yeah, over. Yeah, but again. it's the one that's on the CD that Jr. is pimping. Pun intended. Yeah, that's true. That they do repeatedly through the show. Yeah. And, and the uh, reason why I bring up Run DMC is because they're back in the WWF fold. They're on that album called Aggression, I think it's called. Yes, yeah. Yeah, there's a clip of them. Oh, God, this is oh, so yeah, we'll hear it. we'll hear them later. Um, yeah, and then... Debuted in the top ten, by the way, on the Billboard charts. Wrestling is, was fucking huge. And this is in the era where, like, CDs meant... A lot, there was, like, million people owned the CD. Yeah. Not now. It's, like, 50,000. You're a huge hit. No, 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 yeah. no, no. No, millions. Oh, yes. my God. And then, I mean, but everything that Godfather did here is so over. Um, his speech at the beginning that ends in Pimpinate Easy. I remember... I mean, that was all major. Because, yeah, like, yeah. when you're a teenage misogynist, that's the funniest thing you can imagine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it's. This it's is bad. one of the few times where I'm like, even back then, I was like, oh, good, I was on the right side of history. Right side of history. Oh, this isn't me loving the Ultimate Warrior. This is. Uh, just oh, so horrible. to be on the right side of history, would you root for the other guys, uh, the SWAT idiots? Oh uh, God, that's right. Big Bossman and Bull right. I actually, this is my one note. Like, how am I supposed to root for like pimps against cops when both parties are horrible? And the cop has a Confederate flag tattoo. Oh God. But that being said, I do. I really did enjoy the crowd chanting "Big Boss sucks." Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, JR, I believe, brings up that Bossman's record in WrestleMania is sparkling, uh, except for that time he got hanged in the ring. <laughs> the well, no, no. The year just, prior. So did, is this technically the ghost of Big Boss Man, and or is this like a resurrected Big Boss Man? How did they explain that on Raw or SmackDown? Like, Big Man. Boss Man was murdered in the ring, everybody. Remember when he was Right up to that? being murdered. He was almost hanged. Uh, wait. So, oh, God. Come on. <laughs> you can't even commit to murder in this fucking job. All right, anyways. Um, all right, so the match actually starts, and the crowd is pretty quiet pretty quickly. Yeah, because so they realize that that's not going to just be the, the hose dancing in the no. ring. And uh, they just dance outside of the ring slash worry for themselves because yeah. there's a scary white man chasing them, sort of, in this tag team match. Yeah. This they, is horrible. It's really bad. This is so bad. Paul uh, Buchanan's, uh, for being like a big muscly bald lug like he's actually pretty athletic but isn't this like his 10th gimmick or does yes. he have like 10 games he's had a couple so of i don't give a shit how no, athletic he is because you cares? don't oh. no the fans and me well, we clearly cared. no one cared because it was dead oh, yeah, uh, there's a great line there about uh i don't even know the context of the move but jared said this may be a version of the xfl fair catch uh which won't exist He's talking about the fact that fair catches won't exist, but it's great because yeah. XFL won't exist. So I noted that this was the first XFL reference of the night. Yeah. I think it might have been the only one. 
Yeah. Um, JR is a genuine football fan, and even now, like, that's most of his podcast is him talking about college football. Right. But, yeah, the XFL, I kind of wish there was two years of it, for, just so for WrestleMania's sake. Because the XFL, what, started in the summer of 2000? The and it was of done. 2000? I'm asking. I, I think I so. Know. I believe it. So then by the time 2000 So it hadn't actually around. started yet. Okay. And it will be done by the time the next WrestleMania happens. That is crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely bonkers. I love that so much. All right. So. Yeah. Uh, and after this match our, happens, and no, then, whoa, 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 whoa. B- besides our XFL reference, we get our first Pete Rose tease of the night. Yeah. No, I mean, where's Pete Rose? I saw him. Is Kane here? I mean, they basically should just say, hey, stay tuned. Pete Rose is going to get his ass kicked by Kane cool. again for the third time. There is one note I have about the actual wrestling in the match. Uh, D'Lo flips, off, uh, flips one of the dudes off the ropes, Yeah, and that's cool. So there's like one genuinely cool wrestling move. Right. For the whole time. For, the, don't whole, think, for the whole match. Do you not think that the, uh, the Ho-Train finisher is cool? When uh, the Godfather does windmills his arms and then runs into the corner and does a body splash? No. Okay, cool. Um, do you notice how many of the moves of this era, the finishing moves, were like, you're in the corner, I'm going to run and hit you while you're in the corner. That's all it was. Yes. So many of them. Um, this is also the first trend. There's a lo- lot of these heart, these uh, tag team matches in this mania. I noticed, like, okay, it's it's wrestling. The rules don't really matter, but they kind of do. The whole, like, who's the legal man thing happens oh, yeah. so many times. It's like they the, just let the guys fight for, like, five minutes, and they're like, all right. That's enough of that. Finish this. The next one is the most atrocious example of that. But, yeah, this, let's wrap this stupid match Yeah, up. so I think it, eventually it ends, and uh, Boss and uh, Bossman and Buchanan, they win, and then they chase the hose. Like you're going to arrest them slash sexually assault them. Which Either way. You know, like cops do. Yeah. <sighs> like, like real At least we're do. in a real anti-cop, anti-authoritarian uh, trend. That's all this has. That, that's all of these manias have going for them. Oh, God. So all we right. cut back to... Um, Backstage for one of our first uh, promos teasing our headlining match. Yes. Our tagline for the evening is a McMahon in every corner. Um, and it won't be the four McMahons facing off. It'll be their, their proxies, their centurions. Which actually makes sense. Yes. That's which kind is of probably, how it should be. Yeah, because, no, it'd be crazy for... Because they own people. It'd be, a, it'd be crazy for McMahons to wrestle at WrestleMania many times <laughs> in the next few years after this. So we have uh, Stephanie, who's uh, at this time twenty, at this point twenty three years old. Triple she's H twenty three. Yes. Oh my, she's a Tri- baby. Yeah. And Triple H is thirty, and they both got they both have shiny belts. He's a world That's champion. True. She's true. a women's champion. Yes. Which to the kids listening, before there was a divas championship, there was a women's championship, which wasn't a butterfly that just said I hate women on it. But. There isn't any real actual women's wrestling in this, anyways. Yes, technically women wrestle. Oh yeah, still no women's wrestling. You can't, yet. you can't win them all. So um, the interesting thing is they were kayfabe married in '99 um, when Triple H uh, seemingly drugged Stephanie, took her to a drive uh, drive-through marriage thing in Vegas, and then was married to his new bride. It turned out it's just uh, it was an LOL. It was a swerve. <laughs> And it was so Stephanie could get back at her father, which is actually kind of true. <laughs> so, um, okay. So in real life, they are married, but no, in two thousand three. In two thousand three, they're still just dating at this point. Holy shit! Yes, but in storyline, they are married. Like they got over that. You know, a lot of that's their meat cute is that he he date raped her. You know, what's actually fucked up is that's the same story as Luke and Laura from General Hospital. 
I don't know what that is. Uh, Luke and I Laura, know what General Hospital is. Luke and Laura was like the most uh, popular. Uh, let me look this up. It is the most popular uh, storyline in all of like uh, daytime television show history. Right. And their like wedding was one of the most viewed things of all time. Uh, oh, was someone drugged? That's their meet cute. Uh, Aww. Luke and Laura. Yeah, keep keep talking. Yeah. About so basically, this. the interesting thing here. Uh, Earlier when we, they did the the first promo, there was a line in it uh, where Triple H was like, what kind of family did I marry into? And uh, we're going to find out. Uh, this is the second paragraph on Wikipedia, first line. Despite having been raped by a drunken Luke, Laura falls in love with him. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much the same storyline. <laughs> yes, like we've been saying, wrestling is a uh, soap opera. In 1996, TV Guide included the wedding of Luke and Laura as part of its 100 most memorable moments in TV history, ranking it number 35. But, so, but ha- pretty like, cool. What was their ranking of like soap opera rapes though? Sixty nine. So moving on, the uh, we we have this video of these two young lovers. Yeah, and they are and they they are going to win. He's going to win his belt tonight, and they're going to be the McMahon Helmsley faction is going to run the company, um, which is kind of interesting because that's basically the same story they've been telling for the last fifteen fucking years. Yeah, let's get to that at the end of it. Let's yeah. go to our most important match of the night: the Hardcore Championship. It's a battle royal. Oh my god, this is the worst. You know what's cool? And it's so long. You know what's cool? There are rules for a hardcore oh battle royal, which I just appreciated this segment because it's like them in the backstage telling them the rules. It's stupid. The rules basically, it's a 15-minute match with like rolling pins. So like, well, not rolling pins, although you could probably use one. It's whoever, if you get pinned, you keep going. And the next guy, and basically who's left standing with the is the winner. Yeah. Everyone's still in the match. There's not elimination. Okay, so in theory, the best thing to do would be like hide. Yeah, hide in a garbage can and, and then pop wait out. until like fourteen fifty. Yeah, the end. Yeah, we don't see that. Nope. Okay, but it is interesting because this is now um, this is the first uh, WrestleMania that has our first big wave of ECW WCW uh, signees, and um, so there's a couple of them in this. Um, in this match, and then there a couple. are so many people in this match that there is a separate Wikipedia entry for this match. I think, or like yeah. a, a listing of all the entrances. Ent- you know. Yes, the the participants. There are ten, I think. It's Taz, Viscera, Joey, Abs, Rodney, and Pete Gas. Those three would be the Mean Street Posse, which we met at one point. Uh, Taka Minchinaku and Funaki, who are Kai and Tai, the Japanese tag team. Uh, Mosh and Thrasher, obviously, two thousand. Yeah, still thrashing. Uh, and Farouk and Bradshaw, the Acolytes. See, the only one that kind of sort of matters oh, now... Oh, and uh, Crash Holly and Hardcore Holly. The only one that kind of sort of matters now is Taz, only because he has a radio show, yes. and he's smart at saying things like the Ronda Rousey fight was a work. Yeah, because he knows how to uh, get hits. Yeah, he's, so he's the only one that's sort of relevant uh, Also, uh, years later. JBL is an announcer who's on TV every week, uh, Bradshaw. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, we forgot JBL. Because it doesn't look. It turns out like anything he, like JBL. Yeah, uh, he just changed his diet a lot. He just cut out like uh, the bad fats and HGH and steroids. Just cut it right out of his diet, and he just looks a lot different. Now. Did he really? I no, mean, I'm, not, I'm at, not joking. Look at him before. I get. I don't even. It it's so look different. Like him at all? He looks like. A, I mean, he's not that old, and so what he look like? He's a contemporary of probably like Undertaker. He's probably yeah. fifty. Yeah, and it's amazing what happens when you don't do this to your body. Okay, so so this is a dumb match. Um, yeah, this is really bad. But th- I want to just say, Viscera is legit scary. Yeah, he was a uh, King Mabel. Yeah, but, yes. And I want to say that the headbangers are legit scary for different reasons. 
Uh, it's when it's scary, like what happens when a gimmick outlasts its welcome. Sort of. It's, all, it's just like, oh, you're on so many drugs. You could just tell. Yeah. I highly doubt these guys are straight edge. Yeah, they're not. And yeah. uh, they, uh, they're they like not, uh, I don't know, persona non grata in the company, but they're... They're not popular at no. that point. Okay, so this match happens and it's impossible to call. It's impossible to follow so much so that JR and the King are like, this is happening. Yeah. This is really hard to call. It's 13 guys hitting each other. Hitting each other with like uh, Cha- a lot of chairs, baking baking sheets, yeah. chairs, sticks, it's garbage cans. Horrible. Uh, I think J. Uh, I think Jr. says it looks like a Saturday night on payday in Muskegee. Yeah, that's, and then Lawler follows up with it looks like Sizzler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like all right, which I don't know what either of those those do. Um, At one point, Jr. says this is challenging to call to say the least. Yeah, I mean, and it's ch- challenging to shoot. At one point, like, Taz does one of his, like, really cool suplexes yeah. and they cut away because it's like you got 13 guys in and out of the ring. Yeah, this is, once again, the same problem with 15. You can't have everything all of the time. It's too much. Yeah. You, you, how could you enjoy this? From Like, even the wrestlers are like, you're getting concussed for no, for no reason. reason. As opposed to any time where it's like, oh, that's a great reason to get concussed, guys. Well, we'll get some of those later. This is the most concussed match yet. Yeah, um, Taz definitely gets one when he goes... At the finish, um, which is kind of this, this like f- fuck finish thing, where he goes for the pin and then he gets whacked in the head with like a candy ball. Yes, he definitely gets concussed. Which, bad. according to the King, is Jr.'s candy bar bowl of Snickers, which is a sponsor. sponsor right. <laughs> um, and then, but you gotta admit that like that's kind of great that even when a man just got concussed, they're like selling Snickers to kids. They're so on message. It's so they're great. professionals. Um, it's kind of messed up. Like there's this, it's supposed to be a controversial finish where like the time runs out as the three count happens, but they kind of messed it up. So they're trying to sell it as controversial, even though if you're watching the replays, it's not controversial, which we'll see uh, in modern day wrestling all of the time. Yeah. The most recent being Brock Lesnar versus Undertaker part two. Right. When Lesnar, uh, technically loses even though Undertaker tapped out and even though Undertaker gave a low blow to Lesnar. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, this match is bad. At one point, Jarek says it's like a video game and he's right because it's like, it's just like how the video games are where you reach under the mat and you yeah. choose a weapon and it doesn't actually matter. You don't do anything interesting no. with them. You can just whack someone with them. Yeah. It's not, they're trying to rip off the innovative hardcore stuff that was happening in Japan or ECW, which doesn't happen in this match. It will happen later. This is basically just taking that like patina of hardcore and trying to just which we saw in Chicago and it was horrible. This is sort of part Chicago two street of that. fight, yeah. yeah that it's thing just that using everyone these... in Chicago knows, and it's a, it's just a plague on the streets right yeah, now. The sh- street fights are out of control. Really quick though, was there a blading or was that genuine like accidental blood? Because there was a lot of blood, and I was like, are these guys blading for like? No, I think I think it just getting hit in the head with some of the. I thought stuff. so too. Yeah. I, okay, so at least the, they take like unprotected headshots. It's not going to. You can't well. even keep track. This is yeah. just a bunch of former high school and college athletes like just losing it in front of you. Yeah, this is so bad. Sad, yeah. Oh god. But uh, everyone loves hardcore wrestling. Okay. They put a uh, poll up on the website this week of which belt they should bring back, and the number one belt was the hardcore championship. Oh, no. Number two was women's. So there is hope that they're teasing that that could possibly make a, a comeback. They teased that and it still didn't win. Of course it didn't That's win. That's so depressing. Okay, yeah. so we move on and we go to WWF Access. Still exists. Okay. Two X's, two S's. It's still... Like it sounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is the worst. China's there. Yeah. Um, no script. 
because she's just rambling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought China was out of the company by this point. I was wrong, obviously. You will see that you were wrong. Um, yeah, I will. Yeah. Jericho is there. He's Val wearing Venus. a lot of makeup. Yeah. His uh, hair looks great. Kane. Uh, but kids in Kane masks are adorable. Yeah. I want that. Uh, but the segment, these are the things that I enjoy about wrestling. Anyone yeah. that listens to the show knows that so long. Yeah. Just why are they promoting the promotional event? Like, there's it no already to happened, do- dude. It already sold out <laughs> months in advance. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, Who is this for? It's not like they had to clear the ring from all that hardcore mayhem. Mo- by the end of the match, there were three the, guys, and it was in the well. Most of the match too was in the back. Exactly. Of the so they building. had to clean up the either the fake and or real glass and candy. That's it. Yeah. This shouldn't take a while. No, but it, you do get great lines like Terry Ronald saying she's pumped up at the peep show and Big Show is so excited I'm about to pee my pants, which is classic, he, Big, classic show. Big Show. You get to see Michael Cole with frosted tips. Yeah. You also get to see three guys who you will only be seeing at Access. Uh, that'd be Shawn Michaels, who's in the midst of his first retirement, uh, Austin, who's out for about a year, and Taker, who's also biker Taker at this point, who's also hurt and will not be continuing a streak this time. But he will because that's not it's not a streak. It's not a streak. He didn't lose any of the matches. What's the, what, what do they say? Like coaches say, like you don't miss the shots. You you can't, you can't miss the, the shots, shots you, you don't, don't take. take. It's like that. Coaches say it, Brandon. You, you can't make the shots you don't take. They don't say don't miss. Number one, uh, well, number two, they're not conservative. So the Bulls won six consecutive championships. Then, right, the ones they competed in, right? Sure. Yeah. So those two years where they just didn't make the finals, totally fine. Yeah. Fuck this streak. <laughs> I hate this fucking company. All right. Uh, you we might, go, we go, this is not going to help you not hate this company, this match. No. Well, before we get to the match, we get our annual WrestleMania blimp, and for the first time ever, it's not inside of the arena. Yeah. I w- <laughs> do you think there's a guy in the creative meeting who's like, um, I'm just going to throw this out here, but are blimps usually outside? Is that something <laughs> we should look into? All right, so now we get to the another garbage I match. I do want to take the, this opportunity, though, before we get to this garbage oh, match. Shoot. Yeah. Every time they cut to outside or between things, they play a song by a uh, house music producer. Not house music, but like their in-house guy, Jim Johnson. Uh, it's called California. Yes. Which is clearly a California love ripoff. Yes. Um, it's with like Ike something, but it's Isaac Hayes' kid. I did not know that. Yeah, I looked, this is Wikipedia rabbit hole. Um, and it's just like... Like how many years old is California Love at this point? But they're like, ah, that'll do. Four, I think. Yeah, there's so many of these songs are all like are ripoffs. Yeah, this is of, great. Uh, yeah, just this to not so pay, not pay the rights. Okay, so we get to this match. Uh, this we get is horrible. We get a promo. Al Snow, uh, our friend with head. Yeah. And uh, Steve Blackman, a karate man. They're karate man. That's his gimmick. I know. It's just they're funny. cutting a, a karate pro- man. A karate man. Local karate man, Steve Blackman. Uh, they're cutting a promo in the bathroom. They're like their whole thing was they were like a comedy odd couple. Steve Blackman's a sure, serious sure, karate sure. man, and Al Snow talks to a talking to a non-talking head to a yeah. mannequin head. Uh, and then Al Snow makes poop jokes. There's someone in the bathroom stall. It's great. It's great comedy. Um, then we cut directly to, Chris, to Trish Stratus's boobs. Yes, that's, yeah. Which is the second best cutting to boobs that we do in this night, I think. Oh, we'll get to the second one later? Yeah. Sweet. Um, with her team, TNA, that'd be Test and Albert. Uh, Test, you might remember for um, being shitty and now being dead. And uh, <laughs> Albert, nay, Prince Albert, because he has piercings. Of course. He was in NXT, though. A.K.A. Matt Bloom, who yeah. is the current head trainer. Yeah, it's so you weird. You can see him on Breaking Ground. It's so weird. Still has facial uh, piercings. Yeah. And his gimmick was that his 
Prince Albert guys. Yeah, it's uh, one of his gimmicks. He's the one that's the, his more thriving gimmick. the most. That's so odd. Yeah. Um, Don't gamble is the lesson for this yeah. mania. You yeah. never know who's going to make it out alive. Right. That's actually the tagline. Um, yeah. So then they get to the ring with uh, Blackman and. Uh, oh yeah, their team is TNA because Trish Stratus is a fitness yeah, model. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Just want to make that clear for everyone who doesn't know who Trish Stratus is. So we get to the ring, I think, and Snow is, is like, all right, I got a secret weapon, what we need for this gimmick. Oh, He's like, God, I forgot. Remember when you talked about having a pygmy playing Let's Go Head Cheese with his ass cheeks? And then we introduce Chester McCheeserton, um, who is, who is uh, a little person. Is it a little person? Yes. I thought it was just like a five foot tall person. No, it's a very little person. Oh, okay. In a cheese suit with his like with the ass cut out. Yeah. Uh, it's really stupid. Somebody goes, This is better than Shawn Michaels coming down on a rail. I think it's Al Snow and he still has the mic. Uh which That's is not pretty, bad actually. It's pretty funny. I like Al Snow. Yeah. Um but the crowd is entirely dead for this match. There are air horns at one point. Yeah, JR's mic is off and King is like Lost in the fucking supermarket. Oh, God, this is so bad. How yeah. long is this match? Um, Seven minutes long. Yeah, it's not good. No, it's um, not. There's, there's a sign that uh, says WCW fears youth, which is ironic, considering now that the pay-per-views are headlined by 50 and 56-year-old men at That's good WWF. Point. Good point. Um, the King calls... Uh, Chester is going after Trish, Trish at one point, and King calls him Tr- Chester the Molester. And then... Uh, it once ends, again, they ends. do the same, like, who's the legal man? I don't know. Yeah. They're just all doing moves. And, <laughs> and uh, tagline. They're all they're doing, doing moves. moves. And then TNA win. And because Al Snow, you know, he, he had this idea, and he's not afraid to admit defeat, they then do their finishing moves to a little person dressed up as a piece of cheese. Okay, moving on. I can't. Yeah. This is the okay, worst so this is the best cut directly. There we go. So now we cut to backstage where the cats, who will soon be... Uh, at this point, Jerry the King Lawler's real life wife for a little while. For oh, about a year. Seriously? Yes. So they Weird. cut to her. She's nude and they're doing this strategic place like uh, water bottles, t shirts. Yeah, a shirt with a pussycat on it yeah. over a crotch. That's pretty clever. Uh, and she's with Mae Young, who's going to be in her corner of the ca- in the cat fight. Oh God! Because that's what we're going to. Well, yeah, this is leg- this is we're not calling it a cat fight. They build it as a cat fight. Yeah, I mean it's the official fight officially fight. sanctioned cat cage fight. match cat fight. Yeah, speak to your local gaming commission. Um, I thought the comedy in that as silly and like. It's at least funny. At least they tried to. They did an okay They're job. Like, actually. All right, we're we're selling TNA, but we're not gonna. We're not as. We're not like so lewd. We're just gonna call the team TNA, right? <laughs> <laughs> so like they. At least, all right, all yeah, right. Yeah. So you're giving it a lot more credit than me. There was right. a point where uh, I would suggest skipping the first hour because that was all. All of that took an hour. You could uh, skip it all. Such None a of it matters. Hour. All right. What, does this? This is okay. <sighs> See, you're sighing heavily, and I think this is a pretty good match. Oh no! I was just that first hour. Oh, okay, good. Reliving it, it's exhausting. Okay, yeah, that's horrible. That's still not the worst no, first hour this is of the WrestleMania. Bo- no, it's not by far, but it's still really bad. This is the, I'd say, the best match. I, mm. I think you like the headline match. Mm, no, now that I know how it ends, no. Okay, I think this this match is going to be good. So this there's is, a lot of problems with this match, but I understand why it's good. Yes. So this is a triangle ladder match for the tag team championship between the uh, the Hardy Boys, Matt and Jeff. Edge and Christian, who we saw last time, where they were, they were vampires. 
<laughs> now they're not vampires anymore. Um, but this is before they're like a comedy duo. And also the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon. Current, current WWE roster, mid-carding the Dudley Boys. Yeah. All right, so it opens with the Dudley Boys talking backstage. And guess what? They can talk. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty old school because they know how to talk on mic. Why was this a rarity? Yeah, why was shouldn't, this not a talent that they were Shouldn't this on a be podium? one of the three things every wrestler should be able to do? <laughs> talk on mic? Because they could do it even now. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, we find out after they talk on mic, like good wrestlers do, that Edge was at WrestleMania 6. Yeah. And that was this one played up nonstop throughout this match and almost every time Edge is still mentioned. Yeah, because he was there in his six. It's yeah. his destiny. All right, so uh, we get to the well, the match begins. Let's just go to the, yeah, let's cut to the action. So this is what the hardcore match should have been. Oh, yeah. This is using ladders. Oh, yeah. So it dangerously. Silly, innovative, but it is like soup. It's like this amazing combination of dumb and painful and brilliant. Like just the... And and this is still an early stage. Like we've had ladder matches before. We had the great one at ten and stuff. I think this is our first since ten. I believe is it, it is. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, our first WrestleMania one. They were doing them a lot, but this yeah, is the yeah. first. And you could not have cast a better group of people. Yeah, than and these, these guys three were teams. the innovators of everything with the tag wrestling can be, and what kind of this extreme type of tag wrestling can yeah. be. And because you had the Hardy Boys, who were these like, they were the. The hot topic goths who were they're like, high flyers. They're as high well. flyers. Then total disregard for their bodies. Edge and Christian very much so. Like they're the most mainstream of these these guys. They competed later without doing this kind of crap. Yeah, and the Dudleys are these the big brutes who just it's so great. Don't care about their bodies this either. They're exactly ECW how guys. to pair everyone up too. All three of them work really well off of each other. Yes, and for all. I'm trying to think of like how I would have made this better or how this could have been better. And a lot of times it's just like there's too much going on. It's a, it's your nut. It's one of those problems. Yeah. But for the most part, they know how to shoot it because. And usually you can get around that if once you do once you jump off the ladder out of the ring through a table or something, you can just sell. For a you can just sell being out for a few minutes, and that lets them limit it. So, but you get these kind of amazing like, you know, some stuff that's like. Jeff, you know, Jeff Hardy goes for like a 450 splash and misses and just totally kills wait, himself. Wait, wait, wait. Is this when the camera wasn't ready? I know I'm just being a dick right now, but like th- there's a Hardy move that's okay. just fucking amazing off the ropes, like right. over on accident and the camera wasn't ready. Yeah. There's, so that's what I mean. Like even though you can still sell it for a minute or two, there's still too much going it's on. It's a lot going on. Um, they brought back that awesome aerial camera. Yes, which you need because the tag belts are suspended above the ring. You have to climb the ladder to get them, so you have a camera with it. It is so, so cool. It's especially good when they do, like, a two-ladder. They have a ladder, some guy on a ladder trying to climb and get the belts, and then five feet away in the corner, you have another guy climbing a ladder, and Edge did a spear off one ladder, speared the other guy off it. And when you do that from the aerial, it actually looks good. This whole thing looks good, even when it's not supposed to look good and it's just a normal move, because you have guys that could both wrestle and hate their... They hate themselves. Yeah. The Hardy Boys should not do any of this. Well, that's why they do a lot of drugs. Yes, and that makes a lot of sense. And the... The Dudleys just seem like guys that drink. Yeah. And then there's two real wrestlers. Yeah. And this Edgy Christian. The best. And it's great because, like, Edgy Christian are both at this point cannot wrestle, or it's, it's got that, they've got that any given Sunday if they wrestle, their their next will break. They actually put it into right storyline. Right now. They brought it into storyline yeah. within the last year. Um, the Hardys both do wrestle in indies and stuff, and they've kind of teased that they could come back. Yeah, because I think they're clean now. They have to be. I think as be. clean as they're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
One of them got in a horrible motorcycle accident last year. Or yeah. This year, maybe. I think Matt actually. Yeah, got in this year. So, but then they. The other thing is at this point the Dudleys. Uh, their gimmick has always been putting people through tables. Uh, so the tables come out. We get tables outside the ring, inside the ring. We get tables like using ladders as like saw legs and stuff. It's so cool. And then you just get great. This is JR is great because JR he can not only he calls the match and kind of brings the drama to it and the stakes. Mm-hmm. And I mean he'll give you stuff and just totally sell it with his whole like whole body of like God Almighty have mercy on this kid's soul. Like just like you think someone's dying in the ring at all times. And then he can do silly stuff off the cuff, not like King doing it from his joke book. But he'll be like. Bubba Ray has got got some more wood. Like he's he knows how to play to the audience of the time, and that's why he's the best. I would have, oh man, him and Grill. Did they ever work together? I don't think so. Oh, it's such a because he was in he was in the south. Know, they a missed lot. each other by I think a year. Yeah, damn. They, but they brought Jr. in as I think a. Oh, uh, is that the replacement yeah. for Gorilla? That's disappointing. Yeah. But they do. We got one of our best spots in the match. Uh, they're in the runway down to the ring. Uh, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Is on a ladder, and Bubba is on a table, and Jeff does a Swanson bomb, which is just a uh, a front flip, and crashes through the table through Bubba. It's fucking yeah. crazy. And then the match, I mean, the I think the big spot they do miss that they don't use right is the those, like, checkoffs tables on top of the ladders. Mm-hmm. Like, no one goes in, in them, really. It's just Edge and Christian are up there. Matt kind of falls off, a.k.a. throws himself off them. They get the belts and win. Yeah. But this is a great match. This is my favorite on the card. All right, on the card for sure. Here's the issues with it. Is it actually wrestling? Yeah. Are there any wrestling moves? I'm not joking. No, I mean, a lot of that high-flying stuff. What do you call it? 450 splash or swantons? Like, those are dives and stuff you okay. have to do. Okay, that's, I concede that point then. What about when What about when uh, Bubba puts the ladder around his neck and swings it around? <laughs> I think that's a move. Airplane spin, maybe? Um, and then second, what's the story? They, they just are, want the belts. They want the belts. That's it. Which is this? Which is fine. Which is fine. There's a reason to do this. And to be fair, that's about as much as we'll get, except for the main match. That's about as much as you'll get for a story. And that's one of the biggest problems with this yeah. entire era. Yeah. You can't. That's what's the point? Yeah. There's because so here, much here. here's the thing. I don't think people in this era realize. Like, if you just want to fuck, go fuck. If you just yeah. want to fight, go fight. You don't need to combine the two. That yeah. can't be the reason for everything. Right. And even when they do have a story, and I'll point out a couple of examples of them having like actual stories and stakes and kind of ups and downs and betrayals, they don't do... We get no promo packages. We get no like... We get a couple like oblique references to it from JR, but you don't get to see the story. And all the interesting stuff, there's stuff they could have used. I think right now might be the best era for storytelling then. I'm trying to Which think of like... saying something. What happened in the most recent WrestleMania versus all of these? Right. Every match had a really well-produced video package. There was a reason for everything. And yes, some of it was hilarious, but who cares? Like, there's a reason for it. Right. Yeah, I think right now is the best time in terms of story. And I understand why people, a lot of people don't give a fuck about that. But they should. And that's the whole reason yeah. we're doing this, guys. Right. I mean, that's Fear. what they These men are about to die. Like, legitimately die because of this. And there's not a story. There's not a reason. Right. Other than they were all feuding for the belts. I mean, that's Fine. basically it. It's very tight. I'll you give know, you that. Yeah. But then, but even there's no in-ring storytelling. It shouldn't, shouldn't it be like, you run the fucking... La- no, has it ever come to the... Okay, in a match. Yes. If it's a tag team match like this for a belt, has it ever been like, I'll guard the ladder while you run up the ladder? I like, feel like they, they... 
have now. This was not done. This is not that. There's no like. Everybody's kind of freelancing. Exactly, which is great for spots. Yeah. I would say, I'd say this is like a super solid match. If you like this or the idea of this, what you want to check out is SummerSlam 2000, where they had the first official tables, ladders, chairs match. These three teams. Okay. That one is that one's like a spot fest as well, but it actually makes sense, and I think it it. It, ha- it feels like the stakes are okay. higher. So, yeah, I'll agree with you that this is definitely the most entertaining of yeah. any wrestling we see, but t- it's barely wrestling, and there's no storytelling. So, right. so it's not really putting it fully over. Yeah. Fully. I get that. All right, let's move so on. So let's go to something that has neither of those things. But but something I genuinely like. Okay. We're going to do the promo before the match. Okay. We have Linda McMahon. Correct. Senatorial candidate Linda McMahon. Got the same note. Republican Linda McMahon. Yeah. With avowed Democrat... Rain supporter. Rape Abuse Incest National Network, big supporter Mick Foley on camera together. Yeah. This is what it's all about. This is weird. This yeah. is the first time we've seen Linda McMahon in WrestleMania. Correct. She's obviously been with Vince McMahon for the duration of this. She looks her age. Vince McMahon does not. Correct. He looks about 10 to 20 years she younger. above with HGH and stuff. Exactly. Uh, mankind at one point... Sorry, Mick Foley, because he's not Mankind at this point, flubs his promo, but it's kind of in character, and he just goes with it. It's great. He also knows how to talk. Yeah. This is two people in a row on mic that can talk. Why is this a thing that I'm noting? This shouldn't be a thing. This should be the thing for everything. Even in, like, 85, everybody could talk. It's, I mean, the way that people feel about the WWE now and the stuff that it doesn't work and how it's getting worse and worse and the ratings are in the garbage and it's not entertaining... Um, that's I imagine how a lot of people like, and not even not just purists, but if you were coming from the era, if just right before this, and you go, "What the hell is this? Like, who's who? You know, where's the money in the promo? Like, that's the famous Dusty quote to Heyman. Like, where's the money? Like, why do I care about any of these matches? And usually, that's what the promo is supposed to do. Yeah, and, and you well, get that from you get that from the Dudleys, you get that from Mankind, you get that from The Rock. The Rock, the most. Right. And yeah, he and is, that's why he's the rock. Yeah, he's the best. No right. joke. He, that's, so it is. That's the interesting thing about Attitude Era is it's it's like this beloved thing. It has so little to do with the actual quality of the wrestling, even though there's so many Hall of Famers and amazing wrestling wrestling and wrestlers on this card. It's not actually you know the, it was just like it's this it's a weird dichotomy of having these this great talent and then some of it being used, some of it being misused. Do you think now is a good or bad time for people on mic? In 2015? In 2015. Um, it depends. Well, let's go through the... Like, who are your top five wrestlers right now? Well, I mean, okay. So, like, the best guys on the mic who can do kind of... No, no, let's like, not rank the best. Let's oh, okay. go with who, who we're showcasing all the time. Roman okay. Reigns. Yes. Who's getting better. Getting He's better. He's trying. Trying, but that's not... He's not good. That's not good, and that can't be your number one guy in the company. Another story. Okay, and then number two is who? At this point, I'm not joking. Oh, I mean, I put Ambrose. That's not how he's being booked right now. But I think and Ambrose can be great on mic. We saw Ambrose that recently. can be a combination of like Piper and Austin. On the yeah, mic. which is like the best, the best, other than the Rock. And who else is there? Paige, Bray. Bray is sort but of. He gets kind of buried, and that's the thing he gets too. Buried. He, he's he, great on mic, though. He's great, but they they don't give him anything. Once sure. again, there's no stories to tell. Which so. it's well, no, the story is what fifty year old do you want to see this young man lose to? And that's right. a great story. And they keep telling it. Yeah. Paige can talk. I like her on mic. She's good as a heel. Oh, I mean, New Day. New Day is amazing. Because New Day could just ad-lib and do anything. So, it's a pretty good era for people on mic right now. Yeah. I think so, there's, right? There, the thing is, there's people who are good on mic, but there's a lot more. You hear this from, like, the Stone Cold and stuff. Uh-huh. They're getting a lot of it. So much of it is scripted. 
that they don't have a chance to. Yeah. Well, this one is obviously not scripted. Right. And no. That's what made and it none of them so were. good. None well, of them were. I can't say that's what made it so good. Right. It happened to be really great. Right. It wasn't. And, scripted. That, and we're going from like predetermined or like you have to, you know your bullet points to here's all the words you're going to say. Yeah. And then the latter doesn't work. We've yeah. seen that. It does not work. Absolutely. So. Okay. So we're going from one of the best things all night to one of the worst, worst things, things all, all night. night. A cat fight. Literally a cat fight. Um, we, at, by the way, this is really important. We just watched six men defy life itself yeah. and risk life and limb for seemingly no reason. They gave it their all. Here's a cat fight. Yeah, uh, not even. It's not for the title. Nope, it's for nothing. Yeah, it's for nothing. It's because they don't like each other. Probably because they're jealous. Uh, that's what the only reason they've women ever been. Women be womening. Yeah, um, Val Venus is our ref, obviously, um, and I, you got to give it to him for having the um, zebra stripe towel that he comes out in. Yeah, I have that's to give great. it up for Val Venus. That's I mean, the issue. or his uh, his amazing promo that he says he's. Oh no, it's actually his shirt. That says I'm cocked, locked, and ready to unload, and it's written in jizz. I did not know that. Yeah, That's that was a, nice. it was a nice, nice little touch. I didn't know it was a jizz shirt. That's yeah. cool. And then our two teams, uh, featuring one of your least fe- and mine least favorite people in wrestling or beyond. Uh, it's gonna be Terry yeah. Reynolds, accompanied by the fabulous Mula. Fuck Mula. This is partially your fault. Yes, and the cat, accompanied by May Young. This is the worst, and it is over very, very, very quickly. Yeah, I mean, but they just come out there. Um, it's a cat fight, I guess. They had to get thrown out of the ring, basically. So Lawler's in real life married to one of these women at the time. Yeah, he will be, yeah. He's not married yet. I don't think so. They're, in, they're just in love. They're just, yeah, just a couple just kids two, in love. Two young children in love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he is totally fine with calling this match, and uh, JR is not. Yeah, there's nothing for JR. He's nearly there. silent. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you got uh, Val, at one, Venus at one point makes out with Terry, and then literally drops her. Then he kisses... Uh, the cat at one point he'll be kissed and be assaulted by the he'll get a taste of his own medicine when Mae Young kisses him cool yeah this is the first women's wrestling since uh, Wrestlemania 10 in 1994 great yeah when uh, Alundra Blaze and Lana Kai had that classic no it wasn't classic god damn this is so depressing yeah I mean at one point uh, I mean the match ends uh, May Bronco May does do the DX suck it. She thing, does which the is DX suck cool. it. She does the Bronco Buster. So she goes crotch f- first into Mula's face, which is neat. Which I uh, should have broken Mula's neck, and then Cat uh, pulls good, off Terry's good point, tights. Good point. And that's the end of the match. This is a horrible everything. Yeah, it's just the worst. And this is because uh, Fabulous Mula ruining generations of women's wrestling, and it's taken. It took years. In I mean, in in U.S. wrestling, it's taken you know fifteen years to get it. Back on track. Let's move on to something else that's uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. So now we have a, a six-person intergender tag match, which we've never had in this manner. No. Where opposite genders are going to be allowed to wrestle each other. That shouldn't be allowed. So our teams. Um, oh, so first, it's they. I think they do a little. Uh, Is it? The I have a note. I have a note here um, that WWF in two thousand is Guy Fieri. It's kind of Why? it's kind of out of nowhere. It probably has something to do with too cool. Okay, so you have the right. Let's okay. let's 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 not just. It's so easy to just hate okay. on Guy Fieri right now. Yeah. No, Why don't you make fun of Nickelback? Come on, what's wrong with Guy? Fieri? Seriously, okay. what's wrong with Guy Fieri? I'm not. There wasn't. I'm not making fun of him. I'm just saying. WWE. It wasn't. It was an anal- It was a metaphor. He Whatever. Is bro. Guy Fieri? So we have the radicals. Um, with a with Z. A Z Everything's with a Z. Hardy and boys. China's with a Y. Does, yeah. 
Maybe chromosome. Hey. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't. That's fucking you, Guy Fieri, and his bullshit. How did you say Fieri? Fieri. Isn't okay. It, isn't it Fieri? Yeah, because uh, you're just amping up that Italian stuff. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Nice. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. So the Radicals are uh, Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn, Dean Malenko. Uh, three of the best wrestlers of ever. their generation. Ever. Yeah. And some of the, yeah, Eddie would be ever, and Malenko's up there too. Um, so they're in they're in a team together, and the other team is Too Cool, Grandmaster Sexay, and Scotty Too Hotty with uh, China. This is uncomfortable. China has a pyro cannon, which is pretty great. That is cool. Uh, too Cool, um, where is where are we in the in the PC culture with using the term wigger? Ooh, because because that's ooh. what because that that was a term that was pretty hot in two thousand. Yeah, and that's what these guys would be. Yeah, they liked Eminem a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one yeah. of them is definitely the king's son. Still. Oh god. The fat one. <laughs> okay. So. So you fat shamed. You said questionably sexist and racist things all within the context of one intro for one match. Yeah, because that's what this match will do. This to you. is so bad. So the storyline in this match is that. Uh, Eddie Guerrero uh, has a crush on China. Yes, That's or the entire thing? Latino Heat, which oh King will say God. if you take a shot every time oh he says God. Latino Heat. Latino Heat. Oh, Latino Heat. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy, exactly. If you take a shot every time he's racist, you will die. Um, uh, although you do get the King once again. This is uh, you get Jr. kind of being great, like actually saying in his like Oklahoma accent, Grandmaster Sexay or however he says it. And then, like, King at one point says the word moist, which is uncomfortable for everybody. Um, so they do the thing they kind of did with when we had the last intergender tag match. Yeah. Where the people that you want to see fight are China and Guerrero. Yeah. Which you shouldn't want to see man and woman fight. Oh, don't worry. There's more of that later. Yeah. Um, and Guerrero, like, really lays into China at one point. Uh, and King says, that's what happens when you reject a Latino's affection. Um, so bad. But then at one point she gets Guerrero in the corner, and then she does like, like the Neville stuff. She does like hand, like back handsprings all the way to the corner, which is cool, but not wrestling. Not wrestling. Do you don't need to do black backwards backflips into nothing? But they do that now with with Neville to show these athletic. But she also does like a power bomb. She does a press slam. No, she could wrestle. She does she press slam by the balls, wrestle. which is a great way to do it. Yeah. Also, uh, it's December second, twenty fifteen. There's a video around today. I have no idea the context. I didn't look that far, but it's basically uh, two guys in the ring. Um, one guy grabs the guy by the the crotch, and then he loses a feat of strength. Like the guy kind of hulks out and he cowers, like the like holding his like the, like his dick beat him in a like an arm wrestling match. That's really funny. Yeah, it's great. Wrestling's great. Um, so they do a press slam by the balls. She does a sleeper slam, all while her pants. I don't know if you noticed her pants are falling off. Yeah, I did notice. Yeah, that. so because they make her wear whatever ridiculous stuff China wore in the nineties and two thousands. Um, yeah, this match it's it's just uncomfortable. It's just real bad. People that could actually wrestle doing sort of wrestling moves. And this is kind of what they do to most people. It's what they did then, now, and forever. If you were at another company and they didn't, like, invent you, they're going to make you pay. They took the best three guys, they put them in a team with a Z on it, and then made them get their ass kicked by China, which is, there's no shame in that. No. But the storyline being Latino heat and getting your ass kicked, get your balls grabbed by the woman, that's not exactly, like, a respectful way to, right. to go about so, it. So, thankfully, it's not that long. 
No. It's like it's under ten. No, and we don't see all the like the too cool bullshit, do we? That's no, later. I don't think so. It's all later. Oh yeah, that's right. Because uh, just in case you're wondering what the most over thing in 2000, Rock, Mick Foley, an absentee Steve Austin. No, it's too cool. They're the most over thing in this company. Just I hate this era so worst. much. So we do a little promo, which this was nice. This is both nice and like, oh, yeah, sometimes stereotypes are true. Oh, white trash? Oh, God. Yeah. It's like that Louis joke where you can, that's the only thing you could still say is like, hey, look at that guy. He's white trash. Ha <laughs> Fuck oh, that guy. Oh, man. Um, the fans who won tickets, and it's their first airplane flight. I know. Aw. She has a shirt that just says rock on it. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a bootleg. Here's the great thing. She's <laughs> answering the door, and she's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And she's got, like, her kid, uh, like, on her hip, pretty much. <laughs> it's it's exactly who you think would win tickets to WrestleMania. From Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Then they put him on... Is it a Learjet? They put him on a... They put him on a PJ, and yeah. God damn. No, they really... Yeah, so they, they're in the front row. We'll, they're actually... They sh- I see them in the front row later, so... Yeah, do they have a sign, I won these tickets? Yeah, which is a good sign. It's accurate. Uh-huh. Uh, we get our... It's so... No, well, I want to linger on this. Linger a on the more. moment. They could. There was at least twelve people in that house. Yeah, they gave them two tickets for front row on a private jet. Wouldn't they much rather have appreciated Scalp them? Sure, that. But like, why not bring the entire house and put them on a not private jet and not shoot that one thing? They needed to have this nice <laughs> woman with bad teeth from Allentown, Pennsylvania, like enjoying a glass of champagne so much that they couldn't invite the entire. She's wearing a bootleg rock shirt, guys. Like, let's... Dwayne Rock Johnson. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So then we go to something that made me feel slightly better, which is Kurt Angle. Oh, but before that, we get I think we get our first glimpse of uh, one of our, our least important competitor in the headlining match. Oh, the Big Show, right. a.k.a. the Big Nasty Bastard. Attitude Era. It was extreme. It was 2000. We were just putting God, bastard on so T-shirts. Bad. He's with Shane. Uh, we can move on. Totally irrelevant. Then we get Kurt Angle. Yes. And we get a cutting back to uh, to Sunday Night Heat, the pre-show, where Kurt, Kurt Angle put Bob Backlund, who's now like three decades past his prime, in the crossface chicken wing. Cool. Yeah, it was good times. Uh, Angle's. Then we get Angle's promo. He's currently the, as he'll tell you, the Eurocontinental champion. He had both the European and Intercontinental belts. And he's a great heel. Yeah, he because is. Because his he's whole thing, a, when he came, in, he came in as a face, he's a, a legit Olympic gold medalist wrestler, amateur wrestler. He came in and had this amazing first year where he won all these, he won the belts, he won all this stuff, but they, you know, he came in as like a very much like a white meat baby face. Yeah. Um, much b- more interesting when he is a smug asshole. Heel oh, yeah. Who's like, you're a continental, did you mean to spell that? Like that kind of thing. And yeah. He's just great. Also, so this match is going to be uh, Kurt Angle versus Chris Jericho. And Who Chris is fucking over. So over. Y2J was so huge. Like they Why? Did the, no, no pun intended. Okay, but they did this count on clock, and it's a story they actually booked correctly. They basically just kept putting this clock up of like, because everyone remember the count on clocks to like the year 2000? Of course. So they did this. That like something and the is big Olsen coming. twins uh, turning 18. Those are the two biggest countdown clocks of our generation. Yeah, we're garbage people. Yep. Wait for the meteor, um, Jericho. But they did it as this huge, who's coming? It was like you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then when when they finally 
do it, and it's like the one of the best workers in WCW. It's yeah. like holy shit, and he was great. I mean, he still can talk. He can still actually wrestle. He's yeah, he's one of the only people that gets to talk in ring on mic. Yeah, for this mania, it's him and I think uh, and head. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. He's the Ayatollah Rockerola. Okay, um, and so and. There's gonna be a, gener- a giant asterisk. We'll go over it in a second. And also against Chris Benoit in the match is a two fall triple threat match. The first fall will be for the Intercontinental Belt, and the second for the Euro- European. Which, by the way, should be the other way around. It right? should be the Intercontinental second because it's, it's the, the bigger, bigger belt. belt. So that's sure. my minor quibble with this match that features uh, Murderer. Yeah. So Chris Benoit. Why do J? Why do J? This has just gotten out of hand. Um, yeah, so Chris Benoit, uh, there's like you can't not bring this up because he uh, probably due to years of taking unprotected chair shots to his head and so ha- many more coming and up. having a finisher that was a headbutt, uh, f- flying headbutt. Uh, they said when he when they did the autopsy that he had like basically the brain. This is not to excuse any of it. This is just to say what probably happened. Uh, he had like the brain of like an 80 year old Alzheimer's patient mm-hmm. at like 40, something like that. Um, yeah, he, uh, a couple years, several years later, um, he murdered his wife and son and then killed himself. Uh, he's been generally erased from history. Uh, if you're on the network and you try to search this match, you won't find it. It's there, but it doesn't have any chapter markers. Like, they don't put the word Chris Benoit on the network. Really? Yeah. I mean, they've, they've, they, well, the crazy thing that happened was when he died, it happened the night of a pay-per-view. And he so, did in 2007, by the way. Okay, so 2007, I think before sold out or No Mercy or something, he was supposed to face Punk, and the so Sunday he's he had like called and said he was sick, and then he he uh, killed them and himself. Um, Monday they did this huge like all people on knew Raw. on Raw. All people knew was that him and his family were dead, and there was no details. And they did this huge tribute, and then they had once the details came out, like because once the investigation happened, they had to like. Obviously, backtrack and and like this is a giant part of like a sixty minutes or something like that. Yeah, all about concussions and wrestling and yeah. And I mean, he it's the kind of fucked up part of it is when you know when they say like when someone is, kills like oh he was so nice I didn't he didn't look like that kind of guy. That's actually not true here. I mean, they even say like people even say like he was a weird guy who was very distant. I mean, look at him in this. This is two thousand. He like the thousand yard stare. That's not character acting i mean his nickname was the crippler he was this like crazy you know canadian uh like yeah that's the, that's the problem i'm just canadian. listing things no he was like he's like a heart kind of you know like just kind of so dedicated to it that he became a killer <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you think he spilled wcw on the anyways uh so this Jesus. is not a bad match yeah so i mean that's that's basically we're not you can't i mean you can't you can bring it up every time you can make a joke or not every time like we will fans do i'm we just letting you know that's what yeah we are not gonna play the undertaker dong though we that's, just played that didn't we no we're not we're okay. not doing it i'm not doing <laughs> okay. it okay uh, we'll see what happens in post um yeah no so the match the match is good because the three of these guys are all at the top of the game. And they will be featured um, heavily in future WrestleManias. Yeah, and I'll actually say they're not even top. Uh, I think Angle still improves over the next few years. I think Benoit was always very good. Jericho, always very good. So, yeah. like, but I mean... that's I think this might have been my best match of the night in terms of pure wrestling. This yeah. is definitely the best wrestling yes, of yeah. the night. It's And it's they 
three people versus six people without tables, ladders, and chairs. You can keep focus on it. A little and, easier to shoot. Yeah, I mean, and they also, it's also the really good, like, in-ring kind of backstage storytelling. Yeah. So Angle is your, like, these guys are... Legit the, uh, athlete. Yes, yes. And Jericho and Benoit are your big, like, WCW signees. So you don't want anyone to look really bad here. So what ends up happening is um, Benoit, uh, he does his flying headbutt, which you can't not watch this and cringe because you go, that's another headbutt. That's another, like, they don't, if you see chair shots these days, they usually don't, they don't do headshots. They do, you hit them to the gut, and then while they're doubled over, you hit them in the back. Or you hit a limb. No one's taking, these guys were taking it to the head, the front of the head, or no, actually, unprotected the back of the head. All of the time. Because the front of the head, you put your arm up. Back of the head, you, so, you can't do anything. It's so... All the time. So um, clearly concussions. Yeah, so he gets the first uh, the first pin on Jericho. So he wins the IC belt. Uh-huh. Uh, at one point, Angle misses moonsault, and then Benoit misses the headbutt. I don't know what Jericho's finisher, what he did, but he ends up getting the... He pins Benoit, and he gets the European belt. So this is actually really good, like, from a... When you're trying to like do that smarky, like I know how this match should go because of who has to win thing, this is the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. You've now given belts to your top guys, and you took the belts off Angle, but he didn't eat a pin, so he looks strong. So they so. did the same thing they did with Lesnar and Rollins yeah. and yeah, Reigns yeah. earlier this year at WrestleMania. Yeah, and that's a good way to do it. They don't always do it. That's that's one of those crazy, like, it should always be this way, but it isn't always this way. Yeah, so so, so far it's a, like the best, I think the best match in terms of both storytelling and execution and shooting it. Oh, no, pun intended. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, no, it's it's good. I think I'm comparing it maybe to, like, they all three will have such better matches. Sure, but so, I'm looking at it. No, yeah, in the what context came of this just mania. before? Was that the cat fight? No, it was the intergender and then the cat fight. Oh, see what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll take this any day. And I will give, this is, I have to say, JR's best line in here. At one point, he concedes. Good point, King. Write that down. Maybe you'll make another one. <laughs> just it's like, pretty good. Yeah. All right, moving on. We have uh, one of the most garbage people on the bill, and this is coming with Chris Benoit on the bill. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What do you have next? DX, or are we doing backstage? Oh, I had a I had backstage. Oh, what's next? I guess Vince and Triple H have a promo. No, no, Vince. Vince and The Rock have a yeah, promo. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but it's just The Rock being. No, um, uh, no, no. I think no, no, Triple no, no. H says like because he goes like I am the game. I am that damn good. I don't know how this. No, I uh, have D. I have. I think straight from there to DX. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. Because they have the rock. The rockets to talk right before the match. Right before. Okay. Yeah. So this is where I did note that there are no packages and no stories. Yep. So this next match is DX. Uh, Who their, I genuinely do not like. With their Run DMC remix. Horrible. Well, yeah. I like, Run DMC is fine. It's, I'm indifferent. It's yes. just I hate DX, so DX and what they stand for. DX in this incarnation is X-Pac and Road Dog. And dirt bags, just dirt white bags. people with dread dirt bags. Yeah, not even like okay dreads, but like no, don't, super there's tight no, corn don't rows. make it like white people with dreads is okay. I, they're not wearing dreads. I take no, that it's back. It's cornrows. Yes, yeah, it's cornrows and roids, which are words. Yeah, and uh, accompanied by as Jr. puts it, that Jezebel Tory, which is kind of also like why. Yeah, okay. Um, and Ooh, King, to King says, "What do you mean, Jezebel? She's hot." Because <laughs> he doesn't know what words mean, which is pretty great. So Road, Road Dog raps. We are now past there. There's no more um, New Age Outlaws. This is a whole. This is him just rapping. It's horrible. Yeah, he's a dirtbag. Anyway, our next team, the first member comes out, Rikishi Fatu, or just God, Rikishi. He looks so unhealthy at this point. Yeah, and this was his. This was his biggest gimmick. I mean, he was there in WrestleMania nine as part of the Headbangers or Head. Excuse me, uh, Head Shrinkers. 
Uh, he was there as the Sultan. Uh, now this is him. Just as a big fat piece of shit. With his ass hanging out. Yep. And as the father of the Usos, who at this point were probably like 14, yeah. their dad's on TV twice a week putting his ass in people's faces. And the Usos are this great. Is, that's why they can fight. Because the Usos they had to. are legit awesome current wrestlers. They're all right. No, I like them. I, I like them. Like I not, like their moves. They're okay on mic. Yeah. They're they're like big guys who are trying to be high flyers. It doesn't always work. But right. anyway, uh, he comes out to two. He was at this point allied with Too Cool, so he has their, their like Dre ripoff. It's got like a funky worm sample in it. It's such... Such ripoff music, um, and Jr. assures you he will back that ass up, which is amazing. That's oh, the thing I mean. Like God. Jr. is definitely in on the joke, you know. Like there's no way he didn't. Oh, like, he knows what's going on. Like King would think that's funny and makes him look cool. Jr. is just like this is stupid. Um, and then Kane comes out. They won't stop talking about Pete Rose. <laughs> Here's what I, I have: Kane is a breath of fresh air, and that's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's weird when, like, oh, God, thank God Kane uh, thank is God here. Thank God Kane here. No one has said that for the last 15 years. I said that while watching WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. So now they have a tag match. Uh, it's not good. Paul Bear is there. Uh, he kind of gets in with Tori. She slaps him. That's a good thing to happen. Yeah. Um, GR, they are, the commentary, they are all over the place. GR is, says something about, I've heard of getting some ass before. Uh, Kane calls... Kane, which I'm not sure where we are in the PC discussion of this. Oh, God. He does I call him a this. big red retard, yeah, which is I, just... that's my note for yeah. that. You do get Xbox Sucks chance, which is the... This is the peak of Xbox Heat, which that's is so... go-home heat, which is go-away heat, which is not... So the, the thing with heat is, like, if a heel is being a heel and he's like, oh, I wish I was anywhere but this stupid city Cleveland, talk about the brat. Like, if you're doing something like get, like shtick like that, that's cheap heat, and you're getting heat for being a heel and a bad guy. But when people are like, we don't just get off the fucking TV, that's bad heat. And that's what they have with Xbox. They currently have that in NXT with Eva Marie. WWE Diva, Eva Marie. Um, at this point, Xbox, he's fine. I mean, he's a scumbag and he's in DX and all that. But it's just because he was so, like, I remember, like, the storyline. It was always something about Xbox. And you're like, this guy's like the fifth most important guy in DX. What are we doing here? So, um, JR also mentions the Jesse, the, the governor, Jesse, the body Ventura, also from the same state as X-Pac. And, uh, and then there's some violence against women. This is one of the worst matches of the night. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. Cause okay. So the storyline here, the quick version is that Kane had teamed with X-Pac at some point. Tori had been his girlfriend uh, X-Pac and Road Dog taught Kane to speak, and his first two words without one of the, the buzzer things was suck it. It's a great clip. They won the tag belts, and then it's like this triumphant moment of him going, suck it. It's great. Um, and then he got betrayed because <laughs> it's wrestling, and Tori dumped him because he's a, a big red guy. Big red machine. <laughs> you almost you did might, that. You no, almost I did it. it. A big red machine, and X-Pac is garbage. <sighs> so... Th so he has to get revenge, and so he throws uh, uh, Trish into the turnbuckle, which looks like it hurts. I don't have any specific notes about the violence against women. It's just that it's not... It's not the, a fan. Yeah. Um, and the, and it... You know, I think... Uh, and then... The... Rikishi does, does the stink face to her, so he... Yeah. It's the funny kind of violence against women where you put your butt in their face. And then... And then... <sighs> Then the man we've all been waiting for is the back. San Diego we, chicken. Yeah, we think. So Too Cool comes back out. This is because so they're, dumb. And they're, like I said, so over. Loudest cheers of the night. 
San Diego Chicken, which has been a disguise that Pete Rose has won war in the past, and that is now a sentence I've said on tape. Uh, he comes out, they do a dance routine, and they're like, they're just saying it. Oh, it's a Pete choreographed Rose. Choreographed dance routine. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and they just keep selling it. That it must be Pete in that suit. And so then, of course, Pete Rose comes out with a bat and uh, gets choke slammed for his trouble. Because? Because he's the big red machine, guys. Get it? Also, Kane is. Uh, Bear, Paul Bearer does suck it, though, to, to Pete Rose, which is pretty great. I didn't notice that. That's he gives him great. a little suck it. Uh, and I think Pete oh, Rose, no, I did Pink, remember. Yeah, yeah. Pink, Pete Rose also gets stink face. Okay, so we can move oh, on. Oh, my God. No, but this is the funny thing. When people are like, oh, I love the Attitude Era, which I was been, have been guilty of in the past. No, it sucks. It's, it's so bad. It's really, it's a few moments of like around 13 to 14 and then right off the cliff. It's right horrible. as it's getting it, the most popular it's ever been. It, this is horrible. And finally, we get to The Rock, who is really, 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 really good on Mike. Yes, he is. Saying about how great he is. It doesn't matter what you think. And I'm The Rock. I'm so good. <laughs> He's the best. That's his cadence, too. You nailed it. I really wish that was The Rock. <laughs> yeah. It would actually be amazing if The Rock came out next week and was like, I'm The Rock. Do you remember, have you ever seen um, the sequel to Get Shorty? Yeah, Where, where of he course. played gay? Yeah. Yeah, he could, he could pull it off. Yeah. He's great. He's a great actor. Um, yeah, but it has... Did you say that ironically? Because I, no, I, I sincerely I think he is a like great actor. The Rock. I think he's a great... No, he's not like... He's great he's, in the roles. He's great at the, the jobs he gets, right? Yeah. He's a perfect... He ballers. plays... He's a... I have not seen the Tooth Fairy. I'm assuming he's amazing. Yeah, he's always great. But it's also the peak rock promo. It has like all the. It's so good. It's the Rock has come back to Anaheim and the millions. It doesn't matter. And do you smell? And he even does the so smell. La, la 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 la. So it's it's very much like the peak. Oh of yeah, the he's rock. great. So then we get our stereo- not stereotypical, but uh, celebrities. Our mandatory celebrity uh, roll call: Michael Clark Duncan, rest in peace. From the Green Mile. Martin Short, who was obviously there with his children. Right behind Martin Short is Dustin Diamond. Rest in peace. Wish. It'd be so great if (laughs) Dustin Diamond was dead and Michael Clark Duncan and Martin Short were alive. (laughs) Martin Short is alive. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) His wife died. I just read Martin. I I, uh, read his book, and it's like so fucking sad when you get to the... Oh, Spoiler he was alert. a loving husband. I'm so glad Martin Short's alive. Yeah. That made me feel better. Okay. How do you feel about French Stewart? Who, did they... Oh. He, okay, he had a woman on his lap. Yeah. And then they have to, like, push her down. Yeah. He, like, get the camera on French. Get that blonde out of the God. shot. And then there's some, like, St. Louis... Uh, Terry Ray. Holt. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So, I do have to say about this match, the which is a four-way elimination for the WWE Championship between The Rock... Triple H, Mick Foley, and the Big Show. McMahon in every corner. Um, some of the story to know just briefly, other than like Triple H has the belt and wants the belt. Um, the Rock and Mc- and Mankind, since we've seen them last fight in a WrestleMania, which I think we did mm-hmm. two ago. Um, yeah, because last one was Stone Cold. The Mankind was the ref. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we, we didn't even see... All their great matches are not even WrestleMania matches. Um that's the crazy part. But after they feuded, which they did have a sizable feud, then they were the Rock and Suck connection, and they were tag team champs. And it was another comedy duo. There's this great, the best thing Mankind's ever, Mankind and the Rock have ever done, it, which you should look up, is The Rock, This Is Your Life, where the Mankind mm-hmm. brings out all the people from Rock's past. It's it's awesome. Like, it's just, they don't, it's like what New Day would do now, basically. It's so great. Um, 
but they kind of had gone, you know, they had they'd gone back and forth, and they had this long rivalry, they had this long partnership. So that kind of is something that gets played off of in this. Um, and then what happened was um, Foley was feuding with the McMahon Helmsleys, and he retired. Uh, he, he they did a retirement match at No Mercy, like I think a Hell in a Cell. That's the match where when I was looking this up, it has a line about how Mick Foley tried to hit. Triple H with a barbed wire 2x4 that was on fire, but then got backdropped through the cage. And that's the thing that happened. That's amazing! So now it's time for the match. We get the literally worst Triple H theme. It made me, like... like I don't remember it. It's a Cause really... Because right now it's, uh, it's Motorhead, Motorhead, which is good. Yes. Before that it was the DX theme. Yeah, this is one of the aggression got it. DX themes. It's just not... It's just really bad. Um, and yeah, they all, I mean, that was just my only note with the intros. There's really nothing. We can cut right to the action if you want. Uh, no, I have a note about the intros. Uh, there's a sign that says OJ for the XFL. Awesome. That's pretty great, right? That's pretty great. Uh, and timeless. Uh, does anyone yell at the ref before matches like the rock? Like he did that before a lot of stuff. That's pretty great. It's a great character. To just thing. like yell at the ref, like <laughs> maniacally and manically. Yeah. Um. And I do kind of feel bad for Big Show, considering all the personalities in the ring. Like, you're, yeah. You're this is, and that's the crazy part. The only reason is that he's in this is because there's four McMahons, yeah, and we exactly. need a fourth wrestler. And it's kind of sucks because like when they and they focus on Big Show, it's sort of reminiscent of the Hogan era, right? With like this is an unbeatable. Like they're kind of trying to make him Andre, and they kind of do that by the only way they get him as they hit him with a chair and yeah. then he gets rock bottomed and then he's out he's out really quick in Real a quick. very long match he's out in the first five minutes of a 36 minute match God damn he is it. an afterthought okay so then the match, then the match like, starts actually starts yeah um and so what happens first is this is great storytelling in a match absolutely triple h is politicking uh which he will continue to do uh, for the next 15 years and also the five years before this um to get the rock to turn on mankind and Rock, which happens a lot, he you can definitely read his lips going, yeah, fuck yeah, like we're going to do that. And then he turns on Triple H immediately. And it's a Rock, and, and like the fan gets a big pop because it's a Rock and Sock like reunion. And then Is this the H. first in-ring storytelling we've seen since like Jake the Snake pointing blindfold match? Like this clear, like we're telling a story to the cheap seats Without having a problem. No, there's package. been others since okay. then. Okay. That's, that's a really good example, but there's been stuff since then. Has it been that good since that, though? Because this is great. Even now, it's like, yeah. even as a, if you don't understand the language, it makes sense. Right. And you're selling to the cheap seats, not just being like, suck it. We're trying to do, accomplish a goal. Right. And you're I either think, on my side or against me. I mean, I, th brilliant. I think Austin uh, Hart does that. Do they? Do yeah, they? I think just what this, what's at stake and how they sell it and sure. how they target okay. the body. Maybe it's because it's two against one. Yeah, I know. Because it. it's like such a clear, like, let's do this now thing. Yeah, but okay, yeah. okay, I can see that. But right. it, is a really, it is really good. It's really, really, really good. And, and that's, that's why before, if you just take away the last, like, I don't know, five minutes of this match, I'd be like, oh, this is great. This is yeah. a legit great. I like talking to you yesterday about this match before you saw the ending. Yeah, so I had 20. <laughs> when you still liked it. I had 15 to 20 minutes left in, in Mania, um, and I was like, oh, yeah, don't spoil it, because I genuinely, I don't read these things beforehand. I didn't watch this live. I don't remember. I know I occasionally know the outcomes. I did not know any of the 17 or the WrestleMania 2000 outcomes, because who gives a shit? 
I was like, oh, this is a great match. I don't know what you're talking about. Even and you're like, oh man, I, I know the Rock has to win, and I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, buddy. Yeah, the Rock's so, over. Talk How to could you tomorrow. they not have the Rock win? Uh, <laughs> there's an amazing mandible claw on Triple H right during this like segment yeah. that um, Jr. is just like screaming, "It's right down his gullet!" It's so <laughs> everything about Jr. and Mankind and Triple H and the Rock in this like little oh, two definitely. minutes is like on showcase, and it's fucking perfect. I love it. And so inevitably, much. what has to happen here, the team up, um, they set up. Uh, Mankind is holding Triple H. Uh, the Rock gets the ring bell, tries to hit Triple H, he ducks, hits Mankind. Yeah. And it's so the 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 partnership is over, now it's every man for themselves. It's great. Uh Linda McMahon does not give a shit about selling anything. Whenever yeah. they cut to Stephanie because by the way, uh Shane is gone by this point. Shane yes. has to leave with Big Show. Uh whenever they cut to Stephanie or Vince, they are fucking selling. They know yeah, and that's what, why Stephanie runs the company. But pays the bills. Yeah. And Linda McMahon is there. Yeah. Senate candidate. It's McMahon. so weird. Oh, remember that time she ran for Senate and she was in a pay per view that had all that violence against women? Did that ever come back to a bite her in the ass? So what if she was in the pay-per-view where they hung a cop? Would that have been better? Uh, as a Democrat. And she ran as a Democrat. Yeah, I think so. Um, so this match quickly, it's a no DQ. It quickly gets out of hand. Mick gets a two-by-four covered in barbed wire. I had a question about that. Yeah. Is it actually barbed wire? Obviously, it's like altered barbed wire. Yes. Um, but r- was it barbed wire or was it like fencing? Like it's, into your backyard because it's a lot louder and it's a, like you're not going to murder a person. That, the latter probably. But okay. but at, uh, if this wasn't WWF, it would have been real barbed wire. Oh God, that's so scary. Um, yeah, but it gets very hardcore. Um, they do a one of those like Triple H is on the table and Mick Foley's going to jump from the second rope to the announce table. Um, a really good version of this is like uh, Royal Rumble 2015 where Seth Rollins did this to Brock Lesnar and it looked amazing. Um, this... Um, Mick uh, misses the corner the table. He misses the jump and just whacks like right to his like sternum on the yep. edge of the table. Um, and then Triple H on the Rock followed up with the worst broken table spot I've ever seen. Well, that's what I have a note is this: is did they do all of these things? They being Triple H and the Rock because they were in a match with Mick Foley, and because Mick Foley is willing to do this crazy stuff, they kind they of have to as well. They did this stuff too. Okay, it was it was a crazy time because they don't need to. These are two guys, like giant men. This is the thing. Once you give it to people, though, you have to kind of keep raising the stakes. God damn. Okay, so yeah. So they, yeah and then they do it, which they will follow up later with a really good looking announcer oh, yeah. spot. But this one is like crap. They like step on the table and it breaks. It's are you talking stupid. about the Spanish announcer's table thing? Yes. Okay, yeah. So JR, like, when they get in the ring, it's like, because now Mick had just gone through the, t- gone, like, broke himself on the table. They roll him into the ring. And he's like, kick out, Mick, it's your last time. Yeah. Yes, yes. He's just like the drama that he brings. It's so great. And then it, there's a sign that's super clear that says, thank you, Mick Foley. Yeah. And I feel like that sign could be at any WWF or thank any event. Thank you, Foley. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't that. matter. No. Um, but he then, is so fucking over. It's so great. Yeah. This is what I love about the Attitude Era, where a guy like Mick Foley could be the man. Yeah. For a couple for a couple years. It's so great. Then he gets pedigreed, I believe, twice. Yeah. He gets pinned by Triple H, and JR just lets out, like, damn it. He you know? swears, damn it, three times in a row. Yeah. That's um, great. So this is now he's supposed to be retired. So he walks, goes to the back. He does come out almost immediately to hit Triple H with the barbed wire. And uh, JR's like, one last shot to the game. And this was his li- last match until, like, December 03, and then he had, like, a little run, a limited run from 2004 to 2008. 
He had a couple good matches like Orton and Flair and stuff. But um, for all intents and purposes, he's done. Yeah, and it was a look at the run. It's like ninety. It's basically like ninety-seven to two thousand, which is crazy. He's and it's like 34. only over. And he, this is his only headlining yeah. WrestleMania match. He's thirty-four. Yeah, he looks like he's forty-four. Yeah, The Rock is twenty-seven. Yeah, damn, it's pretty ridiculous. All right, so then we take the action outside of the ring, which has to happen because we've done it now. This is the thing; like you've done this in every it's in so the last dumb. three or four. There's a move that's like legit scary. The Rock suplexes uh, Triple H on the concrete. Yeah, that just looks. It always it looks looks horrible. so scary, and Triple H is turning like beet red. He always bruises very exactly, easy. which is great. Yeah, because it shows exactly that it's actually happening. Yeah, at one point, he, uh, when they get back towards the ring, the good announced table spot, Rock is like does a stand like they're standing next to the table. Yes. He tri- he suplexes Triple H through it, throws himself back so he doesn't break his freaking back, and uh, he has to like jump up basically, you know. Yeah. And that looks great because it's like two guys. Before just, they even get to that, like you yeah. said, they went through the crowd. That's once again we're calling back the thirteen. Yeah. Why? I know you said, like, we've done it before, we need to do it again, but we don't. It pops the fans, though. D- did it, though? Did it need to? This is, like, minute 25 out of 36, and we're I going think at this the point, crowd again. I think at this point you need to, like, do something different. Because it's so long? Yeah. We're already doing something different. It's a four-way t- fucking main event. Well, now it's like, now we're, we got to reset it, and they're not going to go do 20-minute right. clinic in the ring. You That's, know? that like, we, our hour-long marathon. Yeah, let's do an Ironman now, you know? Like, that would actually be kind of great. And yeah. now, like, they change the fucking rules every five minutes. Like, it's a hardcore match, it's an Ironman match. Match. It's a false cut anywhere match. <laughs> they do that later. Oh, they, do they really? It's the three stages of the hell match. Oh, God yeah. damn. Um, then they're... Because uh, we haven't... Now, at this point, though, with like about 10 minutes left, we haven't been thinking about the McMahons enough. No, no, we have not. Because so we're Vin, watching really good we're wrestling. We're watching two of the best... Okay, we're watching one of the best and the guy they want to be the best ever mm-hmm. uh, having a really good match. So, so Vince, it's time for Vince to rough up Triple H because Vince is representing The Rock. Mm-hmm. Steph is with Triple H. Um, Shane comes back out. To beat up Vince, beat up his dad, hits him with a monitor, I believe. Uh, yes, and by, is it, by this point, in that we should make it clear, we've alluded to this. Both Spanish announcers' table and English announcers' table are broken. Yes. So everyone calling this match is outside of they're their normal area, the, uh, and there are just yeah. now six monitors on the ground uh, and broken tables. Uh, these monitors aren't fake; they're real. Yeah, they're real monitors, and this is 2000, so they're pretty heavy. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty uh, hard. It's gonna yeah. hurt somebody. Yeah. So he so he hits his dad in the head with it, and it looked real. Yeah. Was it? Do you know? Nah, probably. Not. I mean, they're carnies. They they. You know, I understand stuff. that. Um, and it's cool, but I do think that it's really neat that he did hit his dad with a monitor, and I think that the crowd also thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Because the crowd made a lot of noise. Yeah. Because no one likes Vince. Now and then Vince. Yeah, did Vince hit Triple H before this or after this? He had already hit Triple H. Okay, which that. I also think is cool. Yeah, so he goes to the, but he goes to the back because he's bleeding. Vince goes to the back. Vince goes to the back. That's another question I had. Did he blade? No joke. Um, I couldn't tell. I mean, I couldn't tell either. I think he would have. I don't know. He, yeah, I was. He I bled just, a little bit in this era, but I don't know if he bled. Did he? I don't know if he bladed wow. or it was the. Hard way because he hit him with the yeah thing. exactly that's what I was wondering that's so he goes like, either goes, this is real or Vince is blading either of which is weird yeah but Vince goes to the back to get obviously get medical attention but he comes back out he hits Shane and then in what you definitely didn't see coming he turns on the Rock yeah hits the Rock twice with the chair I feel like we're skipping over some important parts here um, 
Yeah, Vince took a headshot with a chair. Yeah, like that's a concussion, like yes. directly to the skull. Uh, before any of that happened, uh, he the Rock easily flips Triple H, and it looks amazing. And this is the point: even if the Rock doesn't have the best skill set, he's still a very strong man. Mm-hmm. So when he flips people up and he slams people down, it looks great. Yeah. So it does. It's not like Hogan. Hogan it doesn't matter. Yeah, Hogan didn't actually look that good. And I know we're going to get a Hogan Rock thing later, but right. this is he looks really good. And I think that we need to like mention that like yeah, there's a lot of flaws here, but the dude can right. actually wrestle, and it makes a lot more sense. Yes. All right. So at this point, there's so many double crosses. Right. I and mean, there's like four more to go. Yeah, it's a little bit more because well, I mean the the match is going to end. The match ends. Triple H wins. Triple H wins with the aid of Vince. Yes, because he crosses on the Rock. Yes, to well, to solidify the McMahon Helmsley faction. Fine, that's fine. Stephanie is just beside but, herself. Yes, but we haven't even gotten to that because once the match ends, there's a rain of garbage. Yeah, which is kind of great. Yeah, it's like tinfoil. Like Vince gets hit with like a full soda. Has it's to keep so selling. Great. It's so great. Yes, but they um, know that was like that's the heat that they wanted, right? They uh, knew that they were the heels, right? Like they do they? I don't, do they, Brandon? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, they they're currently. This is what we were alluding to in 2015. They're supposed to be the authority. Uh, Triple H and Stephanie are supposed to be the bad guys, the authority that make the good guys' lives hell. Except that, except when they want to get cheers and then their faces. So it's like they don't know. Yeah. Anyways, let's and go. This is the beginning of that. So like, there's the garbage raining down, and obviously yeah. an injustice has happened. So the Rock comes back out. Oh yeah. And he rock bottoms number one Shane McMahon, and the crowd's like hell yeah. And then he rock bottoms CEO Vince McMahon, and the crowd's like hell yeah, do that again. And then he's like, Stephanie's like, hey, don't do that. That's my family. What does she get? She what does she do? She mouths off to the Rock, and the Rock thinks about it, and then looks around in the crowd, and the crowd's like, you should rock bottom her. And then he does it. He rock bottoms a woman, and then the crowd's like, do more, do more. He's like, okay, I'm a cool dude. He gives her the people's elbow, solidifying my point that it is the worst finishing move of all of wrestling because it did not seem to impact this woman at all. And he just uh, committed violence against three people that were not wrestling, one of which happens to be a woman. Yeah. And the crowd was 100% cool with it. They were increasingly cool with it. That's fucked up. She did slap him. Sure, she slapped him. So then he did his two finishing moves to a non-wrestler. But is she a non-wrestler? Because she has a championship. That is true. Yes. And we've already seen Shine and Eddie Guerrero fight, so I guess it's and okay. And Tori got her ass kicked, too. Okay. Yeah, but she... And there was a cat fight. This is... Okay, so this is the craziest oh thing. God. This is the most women we've had ever. I'm going to say ever? In, in a WrestleMania. WrestleMania. In WrestleMania, yeah. Tori, in like, involved in some capacity. Tori, China, girls in the cat fight, Stephanie McMahon, Linda McMahon. This is also the most that women have gotten attacked, beaten by men, and also just been, like... This is so sexualized bad. within an inch of the This life. is so bad. Yes. In uh, WrestleMania play sign, The Rock and Stephanie McMahon and Triple H and Ronda Rousey stole the show for a minute with yeah. an almost fight. With an almost fight. So this is the same story, but this is part one of our very long 16-year saga. Yeah, that's, keep, that's continuing. Oh, all yeah. the great things you liked about wrestling, if you took them all, if you're a, a, like a wrestling fan or you watch as a kid, like... Hogan's time on top, this storyline is longer. That's crazy. Any of the people you liked, Stone Cold's time plus Mankind's time plus The Rock's time, this is longer. That's so weird. It's yeah. so weird. Undertaker streak, 
That's longer. Oh, God, I hate The Undertaker. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You guys are all idiots. Now, uh, because this is WrestleMania, there has to be a horrible, pointless recap. And there is. Yeah. The end. So before I saw the ending, <laughs> right? before the last 15 minutes, I was like, it's a pretty good match. I kind of like this match because it's right. got – they're teaming up on a giant. I like that sort of a throwback to the first five years of WrestleMania. It's got one of the best, like, most likable wrestlers of all time being McFoley. It's got the rock and like peak rock era, right. and even Triple H. Like, sure, he's a throwaway; you don't really care about him, but like, he's a good worker for yeah. all. He he's, no, yeah, he sells. No, at the end of the day, so gets the job done. And then, but it's not a but it's not about enjoyment, is it? Yeah, it's about one family. Yeah, it's sort of like this isn't even for kids anymore. Yeah, it's almost like this is their their own company, and they just do whatever they want. And uh, what are you going to do about it? Because oh, at this point, ECW can't pay its wrestlers wcw is about to not be able to pay its wrestlers and by the time the next wrestlemania happens they will have they will own both of their their uh, competition and they will never have a legitimate competition ever again that's so crazy yeah it's just uh it's nuts and this is just a really bad i I think this is of the attitude era ones we have one more we have x7 coming spoiler alert that's also not a number um (laughs) and uh that one's that that'll be good, but this oh, is oh will yeah oh good this is the worst. I might watch that tonight because this is so bad. This is the worst. The this is everything you hated about the Attitude Era in one place in one thing. Oh goddamn! There's really nothing. Yes, there's the the tape. There's the ladder match. There's the the two false triple threat. There's 20 minutes of this match, but the way they finish it, I mean, how could you, how could you not leave with a bad taste in your mouth? Yeah, yeah. I guess even even all that even attacking stuff, even having the twenty-seven-year-old Rocket peak, not even a peak physical condition because now he's much bigger. Uh, even having the Rocket attack seven man can save this match, Brandon. <laughs> I feel like that's to be the one we end on. You saying horribly sexist bullshit 